Hi, I'm Holly Cates, personal stylist and style coach extraordinaire. Hi, I'm Nolan Meter, celebrity stylist, shopping messiah, and accessory addict. We are the best friends that you never knew that you needed. We are the industry insiders and fashion's odd couple. In both of our everyday lives and at industry events, we see the best and unfortunately the worst in clothing and style. We are fashion partners in crime dedicated to stopping the most heinous of all fashion crimes on the street, the runways, and beyond. Join us as we take you inside our world, spilling the secrets of our experiences in the industry and inside our minds, judging people in the most loving way possible most of the time, and stopping fashion criminals dead in their crocs. It's more important than just the do's and don'ts. Jump on the Hot Mess Express as we teach you how to be your best and most stylish self. Hello, everyone. Hey, welcome to the show. What's going on? Hey, 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 and what's the haps? This is the Fashion Crimes Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. My name is Holly Katz. I'm a personal stylist. The only Holly you need to know, the best, the biggest, co-hostess with the mostest. Please hang out with us. You're part of our posse now. Here with me today, every day, like 12 times a day, my bestie, my best gay, fairy gay mother, celebrity stylist, fashion messiah, accessory whore, Mr. Nolan Meter. Mr. Nolan. That was a lot of energy. What's going on? I haven't talked to you in three seconds. You haven't talked to me in about, in about 10 minutes. No, <laughs> I, I was just telling you, I am, I'm, I'm having a bit of an emotional crisis. Um, until I just texted one of my friends and they just go, don't worry, Balmain runs small. Don't feel bad about yourself. I was like, thank God. I forgot about that. But I ordered myself two Balmain placers <laughs> because I have, I have no self-control. And so they both arrived and the first one is velvet and it's amazing and to die for. And it like, it fits perfectly, except that there's like an eight inch, like it's not even close to buttoning. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like what kind of person has a tiny ass waist? And like these broad ass shoulders, who is built like this? And then the second one is just like stiff as a board. So I put it on and it's just so thick that I can't move in it. So I am in a bad mood because neither of my Belmont blazers work. Um, that sounds like a first world problem to me. I know, but I'm very depressed over it. So I might have a martini while we're doing this. However. But you have someone fun for us. So like then it's gonna make me feel better, but I just need to get out of my funk for a minute. I need to uh, like think about happy things. Okay, you go ahead because we have such a BFD with us today. It's not even funny. We have not only a celebrity stylist, we, he is such a BFD. It's not even funny. I mean, we have today, Mr. Joseph Katz. He was on Good Morning America, Wall Street Journal, Barron's, HSN, sorry, HLN, just kidding. Good Day LA, NBC. He lives in LA. He's worked with princes. He's worked with princesses. He has started styling programs. He has a, he had a handbag line. He's got a tie line. I, I found him. I guilted him into being on the podcast. God damn it, Joseph. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to Fashion Crimes. Thank you. I love it, but I love a good crime story. This is going to be very, very delicious. And I love, Nolan, I understand these uh, very troubled times with uh, jackets. It's uh, it's disconcerting, but it will get better. Those skinny French bitches. I mean, really. They're I'm so, so mad. French. They don't eat. They're probably very angry. I don't eat either, though. 
they don't. I mean, Nolan, we've had this discussion about the skinny models that sell their clothes. So then when they decide to eat, they'll have money. Okay. No, but this is my normal size. I just, I just bought like my, the most three recent jackets I've bought. It's not like I have a jacket problem are all like a French 52 or 54. And that's what these are. And they're like so tight. My Dior one, even like there's room in it. Like I'm, it's good. Like I've got space. I can have a party in there, but no, <laughs> these ones, I have to like take out some ribs, maybe a kidney. I'll help you. That's what friends are yeah, for. That's not bad. Yeah. yeah, we could we could sell the kidney that will pay for the jacket. Joseph, <laughs> we were right. in Nolan and I because Nolan is my stylist. We were in a um a in a like I don't know if it was TJ Maxx or Neiman's or where were we? Some an like, off fifth. And there's where it was. It was Nordstrom Rack in Union Nordstrom Square. Rack. And there was I know the story you're talking about. This is a great story. And there was a Valentino dress that was like what is it? $14,000. It was like a $21,000 dress. And it was just stunning. This black fringe embroidered. Oh God, it was, it was marked down to 800 bucks and I couldn't zip it. And Nolan said, I'll take out a rib. It's all good. Don't sweat. And I said, down the handbag, give me your keys. We're doing this. (laughs) I was like, right there. Both ass cheeks have to go in. So anyway, so Nolan tries to squeeze me in clothes that are too small. And I totally understand, but it's not about us today, Nolan. I know this is a shock. It's about Joseph. I don't think I've ever heard you say that. I know, Joseph. We are so excited to have you. Thank you for joining us. You have so much to tell us about you, who you are, where you're going, what you know, what you don't know, where you've been. You're in our posse now. Hit it. I know. I tell you, I think everybody's going to think we're probably related because it's Holly Cats and Joe Cats. When I, I know. When I saw your email, I was like, Holly Cats? I'm like, do You're I long know lost her? fashion cousins. I mean, yes. I, and I have to say, are you are Jewish, correct? Yes, I am. 100%. Of course you are. Yes, 100%. We got the Jew connection going on. Yes, we do. And when I saw that, I was like, well, I have to. I mean, <laughs> Holly Cats, they probably think we're brother and sister or something, but we're not. We I would love that. Related. We're not related, but um, no, I'm so happy to be on the show. You know, I launched my own podcast actually at the beginning of this year, and I've always wanted to do something around a show of different sorts. And when this whole pandemic hit, I was like, I don't know how you guys felt with it, but I was like, I just wanted to do something that I could just do from my place and be able to talk to great people like you. We actually have, it's called The Cat's Walk. Because you're going to take a ride on the catwalk. So. Oh my God! Do you want us to be guests on the? On oh the yeah, we could always. Okay, do great. That. No one's yeah. like, God damn it! Give him more than ten minutes before was, you invite I yourself. I was going to say <laughs> you got to warm people up before you invite yourselves into their life. But you know what? And this is where you insert applause. Right. No. <laughs> of course. Of course. Continue. Uh, Continue. Yeah. No. So um, no, it's great, and we. Um, I partnered with this uh, company called Evergreen Podcast. I have about, I think, over 25 shows now from storytelling to crimes to sports to comedy to um, they're adding a lot of fashion stuff. So it's been really fun. And and we do a mix of video and we do audio so that people sometimes people like to see the interviews with the celebrities that like I have on or the influencers or, you know, things like that. So so anybody can find the show on all platforms. So we're on 18 different platforms from Apple to Spotify, all of that. So it's really fun. And what I do on the show is really talk to all my guests about what they're doing in their life, how they got to really where they got, you know? So some of them, I cover everything. It's fun because I, I really feel like fashion touches everybody. So whether you're an NFL running back, or you're an actor, an actress, you're a musician, any of these types of people, I love to have them 
on the show just to kind of talk about their style and the red carpet secrets and all that stuff. So Ooh, you're speaking Nolan's language, honey. Really? But something she said earlier is like sticking in my mind now because of a recent experience, which is like the whole working with like royalty thing. It's so much better to work with rich people than famous people. And I'm just <laughs> learning that now. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I got that memo a long time. Because unless they're A-list, like, because I actually had to have this conversation with somebody who said, oh, well, I bet she made a comment like, oh, I bet Blake Lively would never do this. I said, Blake Lively would also never treat her staff this way. (laughs) (laughs) You know, rich people are so much more fun to work for than famous people, because let me tell you, I'm, I'm in the thralls of that right now. And it is just not fun. Yeah. So for over seven years, I partnered with a five star five diamond hotel. And what I did is I created this really interesting thing. I don't know if you know this hotel in Beverly Hills called The Montage. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so The Montage, I started a program where when a guest would come into the hotel, I would style them. I'd bring clothes to their room so we would have everything curated. I'd go to all the stores on Rodeo Drive and everywhere, or I'd ship things in from, you know, couture houses and have it shipped in, or they would come with me in the house Rolls Royce that we had, and we would go up and down and secure the VIP rooms. And it's great. And it's true, Nolan, like those people love celebrity and they love to see celebrity fashion, but you know, they just want to look like a celebrity, but they're not, you're not dealing with that kind of thing. They want to buy it you know, right. They don't want to borrow it. Right. Exactly. They're not, yeah. They're not asking someone, Oh, I'm famous. Give me free things. Right. Which is a headache having been there, having to have to ask the designers. It's not fun. Right. (laughs) Got to ask so much. And yeah, so it's interesting. So I do styling and primarily it is uh, like you mentioned, Holly, it's a lot of people that are, you know, executives, senior level executives, owners of big corporations, just really VIP clients. And then we, you know, I did a lot with like royal families and um, from all over from the Middle East. I mean, incredible. It's like the stories would blow your mind from like, you know, an entourage of seven limousines, you know, driving, you know, all around Los Angeles, finding the best Hermes pieces and Chanel pieces and, you know, crazy stuff. That's just a question. Would you like me to hold my questions till the end or am I allowed to ask questions? No, ask right now. Okay. When you're pulling for X famous person, excuse me, X rich person. Okay. Maybe they're royalty. Maybe they're not. Maybe they're just a private person Uh and they're really, really fucking rich. Okay. And they hire. So, you they come into the hotel. Do you automatically come with the room? Are you like the coffee machine? Or <laughs> do you say, I need a profile of this person so I know what to pick? Do you speak with them? I'm how do you choose the clothes? Right. So what we do is we we call it we always have like a style consultation, which you probably do any a lot of stylists do. You know, you'll sit down with your clients. So what I do is we always would go for tea or I'd come in their room and we would talk about what's their style? Like everybody, you know, just because something is trending doesn't always mean like that's going to be perfect for that particular client. So we would sit, I had like about a 15 questions that I would sit down and I would ask them and I would say, what are some of the favorite designers that you like? Cause you know, the client that might like Versace or, you know, um, Balmain isn't going, you know, maybe wouldn't want Armani because maybe that it's a, it's a different vibe. So it gives me an idea of what they've worn in the past. 
And then um, sizing and some of events that they're going to, like certain things that they're going to be attending, what they're looking for. Sometimes it's just for one specific event or sometimes I always say a lot of my clients were really looking for things for life, like everything for just everyday life. Like what do they wear? They don't come to the hotel with no clothes. They come with. Right. I did have a client that came with the CEO of a big company. She was his assistant and he was on his jet. This sounds so like white people problems. I mean, how terrible when we're in the middle of a pandemic now to oh, talk about. We talk story, we all the time. I mean, Nolan I, makes fun of me. I mean, and people say we're out of touch. Like <laughs> yeah. I'm crying about not fitting into a Balmain jacket. Trust I know, me. I, I feel you. We're in, we're in, we're here in New York and Nolan, we passed the Peloton home office because they have a huge building now. And Nolan's like, what? Oh, is that your mothership? Do you want to yeah. go in there and say hi to everybody since you know everybody, you know? And so we're, we're familiar, please. Yeah. No, this one woman, so they called from the plane, the CEO called and said, you know what? I told my assistant, we're coming in from Hawaii. We're coming to Beverly Hills. He told her, just get on the plane. We'll figure out your clothes later. So I put her whole wardrobe together when she arrived because she had no clothes. She literally had no clothes, no underwear, no bra, no nothing. And she just came with what she had. So we have stories like that too. Now, are we saying assistant or assistant in quotations? <laughs> well, you know, that's a good question. You know, I don't go to. And, and I know you can't I, ask, but like, well, what was your vibe? You know, it could have been a mix. It could have been a mixture. Okay. It could have been a mix was my vibe. Because, gotcha. You know what? I hate to say that because I don't know 100%, but probably it was a mixture. If he didn't give you a budget, there's very little chance it's just his assistant. Right. If he just like go right. shopping on Rodeo for this, I mean. Yeah. Where it's People limited. love their assistants, but not unlimited Rodeo shopping love. <laughs> right, right, right. So, yeah. So it was like stories like that, that we would get to. I had one client, he's probably one of the richest, uh, Forbes 100 richest men in the world. And he, his assistant wanted t-shirts that would have his initials inside and they had to be cut a special way. So I had to go to a factory here in LA and have all of his t-shirts hand cut and then hand printed in the back with his initials because. Okay. okay excuse me. My hand is raised question. Yeah. yeah. Um, so when you have someone with that specific, you roll up into the factory and are they like, bitch, get in line? Or are they like, we'll take 50 grand up front. I, I mean, was going to say, I'm assuming that you have no budget when it comes to that kind of stuff. And they'll just yeah, do what they, what they you tell know, you. I mean, I tell you, I was so spoiled. I'm so spoiled about that because nobody was like, Ooh, how much is that going to cost? It was like, Nobody asked that. It was mostly like, just get it done, you know, right. and we need it by this day. But, you of know, course. I was going to say, you know, uh, each t-shirt was a thousand dollars. I might, right, right. you know, I would give them a good price. It wasn't cheap, but it wasn't uh, outrageous. But, you know, if you wanted something really custom crazy, that was going to be much more expensive. But things like that, I mean, you get the craziest, you know, requests. I mean, another one was like, I remember a prince wanted underwear that was breathable. And so it, it can't be just like Calvin Klein underwear or, you know, to exist underwear. It had to be this special cotton that we got. And it was made, each pair of underwear was like, it was like boxers. He liked boxers, but 
He loved the feel of the continent. They were like $200 um, piece. Did you have to go to like Bijan to do it and be like, well, you do this, please? (laughs) No, I work with Bijan too. That's funny you know them. But no, I worked with a factory that was in New Jersey that imported these special underwear that were outrageously expensive. But the cotton was like, like creme de la creme cotton. And he was like, please order me like 40 pairs. So I mean, did the bitch not bring his own underwear? I mean, I'm just curious. The bitch just got crazy. You know, sometimes they're just like, I want this. I like this. I introduced them to new stuff too. So then they're like, whoa, I didn't know there was something like this, you know? So they always want the best of the best. And even if you introduce them to new stuff, they love that, you know, so something new and interesting. So it's fun to work with people like that. And I mean, I work with a whole range of people, but the kind of uber wealthy can be very fun because a lot of times they don't look at the price. That's always great, you know, to be able to work with these CEOs and CFOs and all that. And then just these uber wealthy people that come from crazy, you know, big money stuff. So it's very, very fun stuff. But yeah, my styling. So you can go to my website, which is josephcats.com. And under that, you can actually do now we're doing like Skype style. So you can do a style session on Skype. And you can send any questions or anything like that. But the beauty part now of online is that it doesn't matter where you are. You can be in Saudi Arabia and I can style you. Or you can be in Oklahoma and I can style you. So, Okay, question. When you do your virtual styling, is it the same thing you do in person? You just send them active links? You know, if someone is out there that's uber rich, that's listening right now, and they're like, ooh, I want to hire Joseph. Tell us about what you offer. So for clients now, what we do is I do that first initial 30-minute complimentary consultation. So we sit down for 30 minutes online and we talk just about like their lifestyle. Are they working? Are they just uh, a stay-at-home mom? Are they just a a wealthy wife? Are they a wealthy businessman? Like maybe it's it's a guy that's working and now he changed from wearing a suit every day to being more, we call it kind of dressy casual. So it could be like upscale casual. So they're not having to do the suit, but they want great shirts and maybe a vest or a jacket or sweater or, you know, um, so we do, we go through all the questions that I would typically do in person, but I do it all online. And then what I would do is then put multiple looks together and send it to them on links. And then I pull all the merchandise here. And if I don't have it in LA and maybe some of it's in New York, then I source it from all over and then we ship it all to them that way. So I put it all together here in a box. So they, I like them to get like one box. Um, and then if some has to be shipped and ordered, then it comes from other places. Stylist to stylist, how do you do the sizing? I mean, that's my biggest issue. I go shopping with people because they say they're an eight and they're not. Right. But if you're super rich, though, I mean, my experience with dealing with someone who isn't necessarily that wealthy but has no limits, even though they probably should have limits, <laughs> is buy a size too big and they'll pay whatever it needs to be to be tailored to them, which is what smart people do. I mean, if I had the resources, that's what I would do. Right. And a lot of times what I've done, too, just in styling, even when I was styling people in person, I always do this, which is Like if they say they're an eight and then I look at them and I kind of can get a vibe and then I know the brand. So if it's like Dior or it's Dolce, I know Dolce is kind of forgiving if it's more of a curvy girl where Dolce is is not as forgiving that way. You know, so you kind of know your brand. And then sometimes I will ask them, 
let's just buy two sizes because I want to make sure, you know, they always like to have that option. So it always feels so bad when you get one size and it doesn't fit or it's too big or it's too small. So if you get their size and maybe a size up, then you're good. And then they get a refund, you know, on, on the return that they do. So that's always kind of a safe way if they're willing to do it. You know, I don't know if you find that people are willing to buy two, you know, and well, then that's true. Cause you do have to buy it. Right. You, know, you do have to buy it as Nolan knows, because sometimes he's got to buy two things for me and he's like, just get both. And then you'll send one back. And then one, we ordered two dresses for me and one, the, the exact same size. one was fit and one was too small and they were the exact same size. So you just never know. Oh, right. Yeah. You don't know. It is weird. I've even had that just with regular things. I'm like, why does this feel the sleeve feels a little bit better? Um, But this one is the exact same size and it doesn't. It's weird. Yeah. So uh, that's so that's so cool. So now you're styling just virtually. Right. Doing virtual stuff. And now I've been really focusing on that and then doing a lot. I also have different speaking agents. So I speak to corporations. I work with American Program Bureau, which is a big speaking agent, uh, the Harry Walker Agency and another agency called Leading Authorities. And all three of them, I speak about all different kinds of ways of dressing for corporations. So like elevating your impact through your personal brand, like what's it like? You know, when you walk in a room and you're working for a company, whether it's casual, semi-casual, dressy, and I speak to companies about that. I talk about tapping your personal uh, power through your image. So maybe you want to get to a job that you feel would be like uh, the next step in your career, like how to dress to that next step without going like, whoa, who's this person that just walked in? Like they totally changed their look. It's like dressing that next step because people, and you know this too, like when somebody walks in, you know, we have that 30 seconds that we make an immediate, you know, opinion about somebody. And we want to make sure that if you're representing my brand as a company, I want you to walk in and I want you to be a great representation of my brand. So your brand is how you put yourself together. And if you come in for a job interview or you're working somewhere, I teach companies Um, One of the companies was a really interesting linguistics company that basically they take websites like, let's say, Michael Kors, for example. And if you have michaelkors.com in Russia, it all has to be translated to Russian Michael Kors. So this company does that and they do all these interesting translations and they're really growing. So they wanted all their salespeople and technology people to kind of dress the part of their job. And so I did a whole seminar about that. And then we did one-on-ones with, you know, people. So all of these kind of interesting things about how to dress and how to make an impact in elevating your impact, you know, with colleagues and customers and clients and all of those things. So it's a nice way to kind of teach, give something back besides just like, I feel like companies are always like sales skills and how to sell more, you know. But now it's like yeah, part of your brand is the way that you present yourself. And I think that's really, really important. So if you go to my website, you'll see I have all of those kind of three topics about speaking. 
So if there are people that listen and are interested in that, whether you're a small company or a big company, it doesn't matter. You don't have to be like a Fortune 500 company. I mean, Nolan, do you see how he said, you know, you have 30 seconds to make a judgment. We cut that down to three. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I'm a little tough. (laughs) You're like one, two, three, you're done. Well, I had an experience recently on the plane. Um, I was running onto the plane and I was all decked out. And honestly, this was, I had bought so much on this trip (laughs) that my luggage was full and I was already checking a bag and my checked bag was full. So I was like, I threw like this huge, and it wasn't even that cold. I have this huge McQueen coat. I had to throw it on over a sweater, over a turtleneck because I had no room left and couldn't check another bag because I didn't have a bag to check. And I'm getting on the plane and I'm like melting. And this woman (laughs) walks on in front of me with fake Chanel earrings, fake Dior sunglasses, a fake Chanel bag and fake Yeezys and a fake Chanel cuff. And I was like, this is a lot. (laughs) I mean, within three seconds, I was like, can I throw you out the moving plane? I mean, look. It's like just directly into the engine, dear. Just you're you're just kinder than we are. We we make quick judgments, quick judgments. That's so cool. So you work. There's so many things that you do. I know it's fun. It's really interesting. And you know, sometimes I just get there's a part like doing styling. You know that you just kind of you start to think like, oh, wouldn't it be fun to do this? Or, you know, it it came to me even when I was styling people, like I always wear a bow tie. So if you see a picture on my website. I was just about to ask you that because I love a a bow tie. I love a bow tie too. I've never seen your ass in a bow tie. I don't wear it. Well, that's because before my neck was too chunky. Oh, okay. Now I can wear it. No, I do. Like I just bought a tie from Brioni the other day because I realized I don't have any ties. So I just bought one from Brioni and I, and I like it, but now I'm like, shit, I should have bought a bow tie. I still have this like green brocade Lon Vaughn one that's like huge Ooh. from like when Albert was there. Oh yeah. And I love it. And I, it's somewhere in one of my closets because I have taken over the closet, the guest room and the coat closet and everything, but <laughs> it's somewhere and I'm going to find it because I haven't worn it. That reminds me, I'm going to now wear it in New York next week. Thank you. And Ooh. you're going to get a Joseph Katz bow tie. Okay. Yeah, right. I am. I'm going to expand my collection of bow ties. My neck was too fat. My oh, neck was too <laughs> when you have like a super chunky neck and you do a bow tie, it accentuates the many chins. <laughs> well, and it does put, so that's why when you wear a bow tie, like if you're not a size 40 regular jacket and you wear a teeny bow tie, it just does, it can, you have to do proportions, you it, know, just it like, has to be proportional. Yeah. Right. Right. So even like, even with a men's tie, if you wear a skinny long tie and you're a bigger guy, I know it just, you know, you have to do proportions. So when I was doing tie bow ties, I would start out with typical bow ties are about two and three quarters, maybe three inches wide. And so when I slowly, I remember it was so funny. I was in New York and I was creating my handbag collection. I went into the showroom in New York and I, and who was sitting there, who was creating this collection for the Home Shopping Network was Iris Apple. Do you, do you guys oh, know Iris? Love, I love Iris. Isn't she great? She is just so funny. And she had those huge glasses on. <laughs> and she was looking at all these bags that she, she, her stuff that she did on IHSM was just so cool. And she would do like oversized everything, massive, massive, massive. And I came in, I had my bow tie and my suit on. And she looked at me and she's like, your bow tie needs to be triple that size. <laughs> Why is your bow tie so small? And I thought, 
I never forgot that, that she said that. And after that, I started making bow ties that were like double the size. I love a big dramatic bow tie. I think it's yeah. so glamorous. I think if you're going to go for it, go for it. Because I also did grow up in a very preppy environment. Um, for many years, I went to a private school that had a dress code and everybody wore bow ties. And the little ones, they like they became normal to me. I don't know if that's like the best way to say it, but they be, just became normal to me to see them. And I forget that the rest of the world doesn't wear bow ties every day because right. for so many years, that was what I saw every single day from my teachers to myself, my brother, everybody all wore bow ties. And so now when I see like a big dramatic one, I live for it. Yeah, it's great. And so I was just like, you know what? I'm going to start making my own and getting the fabrics from Italy. So I started super small and I just would make, a a teeny amount of them, but I would wear them around Beverly Hills and people would stop me and stylists would stop me. And they were like, I style so-and-so and I would love to get that bow tie. And I'm like, well, this is my last one. And they're like, well, how can I get more? And so it just kind of grew from that. And so now I'm talking about getting more because I'm picky about, I don't want it to be like a crappy fabric. I, if I'm going to make it, put my name with it. I want it to be a beautiful kind of statement piece, you know? So that's how I started. So now my bow ties are almost like four inches wide. And I'm actually thinking about going bigger in this place that makes my bow ties are like, well, how big can you go? Everybody's like so scared. I'm like, like, the, the bigger, bigger the, better. the better. You should have like a like a like a one of like the Liberty London fabric like looking cards in the box, and it just should say size does matter or something <laughs> like that. You know, yes. I, I or instead, like have it in glitter or something on like yes. a greeting card inside the box. Because I mean, the idea of a massive bow tie is so chic to me. I saw, I, she, I saw someone in New York once at Fashion Week. I, I want to say it was. It was like, oh, you know where it was? It was at, at this party GQ through. So it was all the very well-dressed gentlemen. And he had this huge, I mean, humongous black satin bow tie. And he had a Chanel brooch through the middle of it. Wow. Which it was a lot, but it was amazing. Yeah. I oh mean, no one introduced me to one of his, one of his hags and we're besties now. And he said, that really is my best work. Uh, this right here, what's happening right here between the two of you, this is my best work. I know we're going to, we're going we're gonna, to, he's going to be my new, my new best friend. I mean, I, I think I have created a new relationship here and I'm loving it. And oh, I will say as Nolan's advocate, Joseph, that he has also, in addition to his coat problem, C-O-A-T, coat problem. Coat, not Coke, just that's for <laughs> emphasis. He has a coat and jacket problem. I heard Nolan, my septum. Nolan has a brooch problem. Can you relate, oh. Joseph? Oh, that's interesting. You know, I haven't dabbled as much, but I could. And I'm seeing actually on the red carpet, a lot of the guys are doing the brooches, like really, like some of them, yeah. I just golden globes. Uh, they were wearing like a diamond, like real diamond. Yeah. Well, the guy from Bridgerton the other night, yes. the really handsome yes. one, he looks fantastic. He was wearing the, I think it was from EF collection. It was just like a diamond little pin, which obviously like, if I ever go to the Met Gal, I, told, I said this to somebody um, once because they were making fun of me. They're like, you're going to have to marry rich. I said, oh, girl, please. If I live in New York and I'm dating, there aren't poor people here anyway. <laughs> but um, if I ever go to the Met Gal, I know what pin I want to wear. I want, you know, the most gorgeous. The Cartier Panther pin sends me into fits of hysteria when I see it. Oh, I love that. I love that. I mean, it does cost more than, you know, the standard home in middle America, <laughs> but that yeah. sounds like a, an issue for another time. Right, right, right. Wow. I'm very pro broach. You should get into it. 
I mean, is, you're here for it, Joseph. I'm so yeah. telling you, you're here for it. Joseph, he, I mean, Nolan has this like, should I wear my, uh, I don't even know the the designer, Nolan, the big giant one you have, the queen brooch. I have one from Balenciaga. That oh, Balenciaga. That's what it, it was. It was just, and it was one of those things that I bought at the sample sale because the sample sale, I was like at the sample sale and it was like this huge thing where they fucking check your ID three times to get in the building because it's that private, whatever. So oh. I was like, I was like, we're here and everything's so cheap. And the jewelry was $29. I was like, oh. let me just do it. And it is the size. I, I want to say it's four inches long. And like, like two inches baseball. wide, That's it looks like a baseball, yeah. and it's like it looks like kind of like an octopus, but it's not, and it's like made out of Swarovski crystal. Oh. I have that one. I bought one from Kenneth J. Lane the other day when I was out with my friend that weighs a solid pound and a half, and it's this like vintage Maltese cross with like gripois all over it. And then what? Else? I mean, of I have a brooch. Gris what? I know. I, I had to explain to her the whole gripois <laughs> like, thing. What? And Nolan, let's be honest. You don't know what size baseballs are, okay? Let's just be really I clear on that. I played t-ball, thank you. <laughs> and Nolan, we had a basketball conversation, and I said, Nolan, you can't just take the ball and run away and scream, okay? It doesn't right. work. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> I just did an interview with an NFL running back for the Minnesota Vikings, and we played this game. Actually, it'll come out. This Thursday, you can listen to it. We will listen, download, and subscribe. Yeah, we play a game called Do You Know? And he asks me questions about football, and I ask him questions about fashion. I love that. I failed miserably. He's like, show me what it looks like with your hands when somebody reaches a touchdown. I'm like, uh, I don't know. Like, <laughs> yay. I don't know. Like, It's like, I know nothing about Colin, do you know the answer? No. Oh, do you know it? Oh, oh, are you kidding? Like <laughs> I sent Holly a TikTok that someone sent me in the Super Bowl where it's like you at the Super Bowl. And it was like, it was all these questions. It's like, when's intermission? <laughs> like that was, I'm like, this is me. That's me in a football game. Well, I love intermission. I yeah. When's say, intermission? I love the dancing girls. I give my husband one sporting event quota per year. I said, use it wisely because we live in Atlanta and I don't mind a baseball game. I don't mind a, a basketball game because I know what's going on. Football, I don't know what's going on. And I'm always like, where are the dancing girls? That's all I care about. But it was very nice of him not to force you to go to the Super Bowl with him. Oh, yeah, they did go to the Super Bowl. And I told him he took my my son, my stepson. And uh, this was it was in the Atlanta two years ago. And I said, you were like, where's Jonathan? I said, Jonathan and Zach, I said, they're at the Super Bowl. And I mean, like a five second dead pause. He was like, how heterosexual of them. I said, it's in Atlanta. What do you want? And he was like, I guess that is what straight people do. I guess. I don't know. But anyway, Joseph, we could ask you, grill you, ask you questions for the next five hours. Are you still on TV? Are you not on TV? Do you want to be on TV? Yeah. So I actually, so I contribute to so many different channels. I really do. You know, that's why I was doing the podcast and doing the videos and stuff. I would love to do more of that stuff. I just love it because I usually contribute to like some of the national shows. Now with the lockdown, it's so weird. And so everything's like slowly it's starting to come back again. But I'd love to come back out to New York and do some of the shows out there. I love the talk shows. Now there's some new ones out here too. But I always, I try to contribute and and bring out, you know, new things talking about spring fashion, fall fashion. You know, I usually contribute about like Mother's Day gifts, Valentine's Day gifts, you know, so all of that stuff I would love to, I would love to eventually have a show. Maybe it could be the Cats show. Holly Cats, Joe Cats, and Nolan Cats. I am loving this journey for us. 
Holly, you know someone in TV. Get on that. <laughs> yeah, you know somebody in TV, Holly. All you have to Let's do is do withhold that. any sort of physical contact until we have a show. No Go. relations. No relations until the show starts. Do you know how many people throw ideas at him all day Oh, my long? God, I'm sure. I have a show. I have a show. I have an idea for a show. I have an idea for a show. He's like, but I'm anyway, sure you do. It, and it's like, he calls me Lucy. Like, Nolan, you're too young. Nolan, you're too young, but um, he calls me Lucy, like um, from I Love Lucy, trying yeah. to get into the show, you know, Lucy and Ricky. I'm yeah. always like, where's my cube? Where's my show? I think you should bring the fashion channel that is in Europe to America. I, think I agree I, with you. I think you should do it. I think, you know what? And if it flops, I'll take responsibility for that one. <laughs> yeah, we'll both no both. one will be on TV talking to no one. Okay. <laughs> I like the, I like the name Fashion Crimes with the Katzes and Nolan. I love it. I, I yeah. do love it. We could do like the Billy Eichner thing where he like runs around the city yelling at people. We could run around the city yelling at poorly dressed people. Yeah. I mean, we could we could go full on Joan Rivers. That's what I was told today. And I'm in a mastermind group. And she was like, you need to go full on Joan Rivers. I was like, don't tempt me because I will. <laughs> I'm being I'm being nice. I see you see um, standing here with Lara Spencer. Do you watch Flea Market Flip? Oh, see, I'm a Good Morning America person. That's why I fangirled. I know. You oh, lo- yeah. I love that show. Um, I haven't watched hers as much. You know, I I got to watch more of her. You know, I've watched, of course, Good Morning America and all their stuff that they do. But I haven't watched her flea market one. She, I know she's a big into that. Have I know. It's really it? fun. I like it a lot. It's yeah. really fun. It's two teams. They go to the flea market. They got a hundred bucks. And then they get to, oh, excuse me, 500 bucks and they get to buy something and flip it. It's really cool. It's a cute show. I like, I like Lara Spencer. I mean, Nolan loves GMA. I just love GMA. And like, to be honest, and this is so hysterical. They're like the biggest celebrities in my, in the world to me, which is so hysterical. Cause like, I, they're like, when people ask me, who's the coolest famous person you've met? My answer is always Robin Roberts. And they're like, but haven't you met everyone? I'm like, yeah, like fuck Kim and Kanye. They're really not that interesting. Robin (laughs) Roberts is amazing. Cause I met her um, when David Yerman opened their new boutique. She went to the party. She was so nice and so lovely. And I was also, it's just weird, you know, because you feel like, you know, these people because you know, they're part of your life every single day for, you know, literally my entire life. Um, And then a couple of weeks ago when I was in New York, um, I was sitting on Madison Avenue in typical Nolan fashion. I did too much walking. And so I'd walked at this point like 11 miles and I was just out of it. I was just over it. So I decided to sit on the steps of that church on like Madison and 70th and order Le Bill Bouquet to go because I wanted my Cajun chicken. <laughs> and George Stephanopoulos walks by me. I call because my mother, that's like my mother's favorite person on earth. I call my mother. I'm like, mom, George is walking his dog. She's like, get a picture. I'm like, no, he's on the phone, you weirdo. <laughs> We oh, love a GMA moment. Yeah, I did That's, see Mar- awesome. I, I did see Mario Lopez. That was my celebrity sighting when we were on vacation. My favorite and is the picture where your husband's in the background, clearly exasperated, like leave the poor guy alone. He was like, "That is Mario Lopez. Do not say a word." Of <laughs> course, on cue, Jonathan goes to the bathroom, and here we <laughs> are, cheek to cheek. Um, anyway, but I digress. Oh, he's great. Um, he's so sweet. You are on he's so good. many, you're in, you're in Condé Nast. You're in, okay. You're in life and style. You're in real simple. You're in, you, I love I real mean, simple. I think real simple is underrated in New York. I love real simple. Yeah, that's a cool, they have simple stuff. I'm just so happy to know you. We're so, I'm so grateful we met. This is, how can we find you? I know your website, set, tell your website again and, and give us all your social media. Oh, that's so sweet. Yes, I, um, so it's just under josephkatz.com. That's probably the easiest way to find me. 
Joe, uh, Joseph and then Katz, K-A-T-Z, like Holly Katz. And uh, you can, yeah, find me there. And then my Instagram is Joseph underscore Katz because um, somebody took Joseph Katz. Bastards. Uh, I know. And then the show, my um, show is called The Katz Walk. And that can be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all the different platforms, Amazon and Pandora and everywhere. And then it's also the show lives on YouTube too. So sometimes people have been saying to me lately, like, I like listening, but I really love watching. It's not like we do crazy things. We just talk, but you can see people's reaction and it's kind of fun to just see that. So you can go to the Cats Walk on YouTube and find that as well, see some of the videos. And We'd love for you to subscribe. I feel like everybody begs for a subscription. I'm like, oh, good Lord. We but, have no shame. We have yeah, no, no shame. shame. Correction, right? she has no shame. And then I'm like, can you lay off? That's really what happens. <laughs> I have no shame. And and when getting guests, when we fight about getting guests, and Nolan's like, Holly, I've been literally whoring myself out for guests. I'm like, you're not whoring enough. You're not whoring big enough. Well, and then I say, I'm like, if I'm like with, like, with like a specific fashion editor, I'm like, I have one favor with this person. I love you. I'm not using it on this. I'm like, <laughs> I'm using it to get into fucking Tom Ford. I'm using it to go to like the, the Dior show. If that's what I want. I'm not using it for, I love you, but no. I said, if I'm going to, if I'm putting out for this, I'm getting something more than that. <laughs> I had a client um, who's actually my best client, and her daughter wanted that stupid Louis Vuitton. Don't call it stupid. I have four of them. It's so dumb. It is It, it is the hottest thing. Tell the story, Nolan. It's the little, you know, the Louis Vuitton key pouches that everybody has, and oh, half yeah. of them are faked. But I'll be honest, they are the most freaking practical thing. I don't even drive, so they're not on my car keys. I use them like I have one that has my business cards in it. And then back in the day, I used to keep four in my bag because I would have one with my, like my credit cards and my, like as a wallet, one like for headphones and a charger. They're so practical. Anyway. But they, they come in waves where like you can either get them or you can't. And it's like becomes the Birkin bag of keychains. It's ridiculous. Like, it's ridiculous. So my client wanted one. And of course, no, who's the person that you know? Is she like the main? So, yeah, so my, um, my sales associate, in quotations, she's not technically a sales associate that I work with at Louis Vuitton. I only work with because she works with friends of mine. So friends of mine from Boston who are VIPs at Louis Vuitton. And then our friend, Chloe, who's, who works for people who work for her, who work with her. And she works with, you know, Stephen Marjorie Harvey, Jeff Bezos, all of the big, she's like the VIP ambassador. So if I'm calling her for a favor, it's going to be like, I'm going to give her more than a $225 sale. I can't call her and ask her for a fucking keychain. I can't do it. Right. I, said I was very her. upset. Holly was, was pissed. Upset. She's like, why won't you do this? I'm like, I'm not calling her for a keychain. You do realize <laughs> just for reference, I had to exchange something once that one of her clients had given someone I know, and they had to pull up the transaction. And of course they pull up the receipt in this one transaction was $235,000. And so I was like, I'm not asking her for a keychain. I'm sorry. I still... Ended up getting one. Thank you. Of course, you got it for me. Of course, I got it within 24 hours. Mind you, I am that good. But I didn't have to go that route. And I said, I'm not doing that. Sorry. Anyway, um, okay, back to you, Joseph. I'm sorry. We keep talking about ourselves. Okay, we we got you on Instagram, YouTube. You're on YouTube. YouTube under the cat's walk. And then mainly if you go to josephcats.com and I'm adding more stuff there and I'll be adding some ties on there. So they're not for sale yet, but I'm going to start adding more of that. So there's a lot of see. Yeah, there'll be cool stuff. I'll send it to you for sure so that you guys see it and everything like that. Um, But yeah, no, it's uh, there's a lot of stuff going on and 
Um, and then I also have my contacts for speaking agents and all that stuff on there too. So yeah, you know, one day, maybe a show, maybe a book, maybe who knows what. Maybe both. I love the maybe idea of both. both. Please, I'll take it all. I mean, yeah. I am sort of scared for you now because now we have your information. Now she harasses we, you. Please don't think it's me. We had you on the and podcast. And I say that lovingly. We've had you on the podcast we're in it together. We're connected. Yeah. We're connected. Yes, You're yes. in worth. Wait, Nolan, did we just become a threesome? <gasps> it, I think, I think it's a, a what is it? A, I, don't, I don't know if it's actually a threesome, but go for it. <laughs> <laughs> when only, whenever Nolan makes other women friends, I get very jealous and I say, she better not be coming for my crown. Um, but yeah, it's she does fine. Get very jealous, but no, I'm just kidding. I don't, but Nolan has so many women friends it's really starting to become a problem like and I don't, i'm not and, and i get mad because she keeps saying you need more guy friends last time i made a guy friend i know he ended up being my, my best friend in the whole world and then being the worst person i've ever known in my life because it was just i mean it just it ended like a bad divorce anyway and so, so he has so many women and now you're my new guy yay yes awesome i'm so excited for I mean, I think what you guys are doing is it's just fun. It's I love it's so it, it is like you said it's like just having a conversation with you. I feel like we're just talking on the phone. It's oh, totally. Yeah, we're not serious. Well, it helps that Holly and I talk on the phone for hours. Yeah, we a day practice anyway. a lot. Let's just say yeah. we practice quite a bit. Well, that's um, actually how this started. Was her husband like came home one day and was like, "Why don't you two have a podcast? People would listen to what the, the shit you two say to each other on the phone." And then it and then, and then it, it just happened. Yes, it did happen. And we are, God, what, 36 episodes in now? Um, and we still love each other. That's awesome. Most of the time. No, I'm kidding. I mean, we do. I mean, we have disagreements, but, you know, we. it's been a really fun project. And when we interview really nice people, it's, it's really fun. And we appreciate you, Joseph, being on the show. We love you. We're friends with you. We're going to follow you. Download. We're going to subscribe to the Catswalk. We're going to be on the Catswalk. Yeah. I already, I already yeah. subscribed. <laughs> oh, yay. Maybe yay, one yay, day yay. we're not celebs, but in our minds we are. So who knows? This has been Fashion Crimes Podcast. We have had such a great time with Joseph Katz. Thank you again so much for joining us. If you want to find out more about us, please subscribe, download Fashion Crimes Podcast, Holly at Fashion Crimes Podcast, Nolan at Fashion Crimes Podcast. We are here for it. Joseph, we love you. Hang out with us. We had a great time and we are out.